All right. I'm recording then. Okay. I'm recording then too. Testing, <laughs> testing. One, two, three. Hey guys. <laughs> welcome to Winging It, the West Wing podcast. My name is Andrea. And I'm Sally. And today we are going to talk, I think, as much as possible about <laughs> season seven, episode, what is this, 18, Requiem. Ah. <laughs> Who's ready for the sad fest? <laughs> That's not ready at all. I know. It's so rough. Um, but there, it's rough. there are some good yeah, there are some good moments. So we'll we'll try to put some words to all of them. Uh let us yes. do some singing as per usual. Yeah. Let's try not to think <clears throat> about the fact that we have four episodes left, because then I will actually <laughs> oh. start crying. <laughs> Oh my gosh. What will I do with all my free time? Okay. All right, you guys ready now? I can feel it. I already feel like you're with us in this moment. Where we don't want to talk about Requiem, but we kind of have to because nope. it's an important yeah. episode and we just, I mean, we just have a lot of feelings. So it is an important episode, yeah. This is where we are forced to say goodbye to Leo McGarry. Good yeah, gracious. Oh, right? <laughs> man. So we're at the funeral. I don't like it. I know. <laughs> yeah. Should we do, we could do a, um, a TikTok because there's other stuff that goes on in this episode. Um, yeah. I so would... if you haven't watched it, you sh- you probably shouldn't because it's just sad, but no, it, it's good. <laughs> yeah. There are important but things But we're that saying goodbye to Leo. Yeah. There are important things that happen. We're saying goodbye to Leo. There's a funeral. There's a visitation. And then there's like the after, after party. In the residence. After, and... after party. <laughs> so that's going on. Maybe call it like a wake or something. Yeah, I don't know. Not like an R. Kelly song. <laughs> uh, and then there's a lot of stuff going on with Santos sort of trying to find his footing as the president-elect. He's, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out who the Speaker of the House is going to be and just all kinds of stuff, like, you know, like, who's going to get hired where, that kind of thing. So there's a lot going on there. Uh, there's some romantic stuff going on with mm. Danny and CJ and Josh and Donna. Yes, I'm there so, for it all. Come on with it. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's a lot going on. There's a lot to talk about, sadly. <laughs> I wonder how many, if anybody's kept track of, of how many times in the TikTok you've said, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. <laughs> or every time, Every time I do on. the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. Like the long goodbye. <laughs> okay, so I guess let's just let's just dive in. Let's talk about yeah the funeral. The funeral. Yeah. Oh, Nelly. I as okay. So obviously it's sad. Everything about it is sad. The way that they did it with like showing everyone's face, I oh. really loved that. I really loved. I don't know. You just, they brought back characters we hadn't thought about in a while. It was Ainsley like the Hayes end of Big there. Fish. Yeah. Like, yeah. Toby. Everyone there. is there. Well, almost everyone's there. Toby's there. Mallory's there. Joey Amy Gardner's there. Danny's there. Bob Nancy Russell's McNally. there. Joey Lucas. Andy. Yeah. Nancy McNally. Like, it's so. And they, and the way they do it of like, of 
um, changing focus yes. from one person to another, so and that you can you're seeing all of that while they're uh, while the priest is sort of is talking over it. Um, I I really liked the way that they did that, even uh, because it felt like look at all these people without being too like showy about it. It was very a good understated way to do it. Yeah, I mean we had to show what a huge impact his life had and we wanted to see like that's what happens at funerals like we come together and we see all these people that are connected through this one person and so it was cool to see it even though you knew we wouldn't have time to hear a reaction from everyone I I thought it was perfect what they did even even the beginning of the episode before while they were showed like our core staff getting oh yeah getting ready Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because it does yeah like I agree with you like without it makes you think about it without getting their reactions. You know, like it gives you that moment of, oh, Margaret, I forgot what about Margaret. It lands on Margaret at the end. Yeah. And so you just get all those different feelings without having to go into each character's, you know, personal storyline. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought I thought it was really well done. Oh, and then they, the men pick up Leo's casket. And then there's that oh. shot from above. And from the front as they walk down the aisle. I cannot. I cannot. Oh, it was Mm -mm. so beautiful. I can't. But it was was so beautiful. It was so well done. I think, I mean, overall, this episode was well done in the sense of they did a good job saying goodbye without being too, I don't know, without like exploiting it too much or like trying to pull at your heartstrings too much. Um, I thought it was just really well done. That shot's a good example. It was just... It was just beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know. I don't really know how they could have bungled it. Like it's it's the West Wing. Well, they know I what feel they're like doing and, they know. do. I think that it being John Spencer. Well, yeah, they know what they're doing. Yeah, how could the they the West Wing specifically have bungled it? I don't know, but in general, they could have like tried too hard to to pull at the emotions. Especially, I feel like because John Spencer actually passed away, there's a fine line to walk of not exploiting this grief and like making a show of it when it's something they're all actually dealing with. Yeah. Um, that's true. So plus they also did have they to, did it really well. They also did have to move the other parts of the plot forward with the campaign. Yeah. So it couldn't have been yeah. too lopsided in, in yeah. one direction. Um, I mean, it could have been. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it totally could have been, I you mean, know, cause he's such a giant of a character. It could have been, all Leo, but I, but yeah, since it's the end of the series, like you have five episodes left, you have to keep doing some other things. So I'm also glad that Margaret held it together pretty much. Yeah, if she had lost it, I I would have lost could not. it. Yeah, like even when you sh- they show her in the funeral, she's pretty composed. I mean, you could t- you know she's losing it on the inside, but yeah, she's pretty composed. I couldn't have I couldn't have handled it. Oh, Ugh. boy. And the, the fact that Toby was there, and then Toby yes, doesn't... let's talk about that. Oh, and then Toby waits <sighs> until everybody else is gone, because he's, yeah. like, got this, like, scarlet letter on him, and he's right. sequestered to wait until the press is gone, and then, oh my gosh, can we give a slow clap to Mr. Charlie Young, yet again, yes. who's... Absolutely. It's like Jesus, honestly. It's a little Jesus moment, where it's like, <laughs> no, he's... 
he's hiding in this church and then he like comes to walk with him and he says i don't think yeah. a picture of you and me makes the front page of the new york times do you and like yeah oh uh, he just like removes his alienation and is such a friend to him in that moment and i just yeah good gracious well and what a time i mean perfect timing for that to happen you're literally at at this man's funeral who meant so much to you and like of course it, it makes perfect sense and it was such a it was such a true Charlie moment yes. because that just like pure kindness is so MVP the Charlie we've known the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And that especially, he, you know, that he's like, this is more important than, yeah. than, you know, the press or how you appear. Like we both just lost this guy and we're hurting and we're friends. And I'm mm. walking out with you. you yeah. Know? Ugh. Ugh. So I know. Good. Especially after that like short little exchange that Charlie had with, CJ last week in terms of like kind of moving yeah. her forward and then in this week yeah. he kind of helps move Toby forward and he also asked Donna about her future plans I feel like Charlie is kind yeah. of like this little they're using him as a device to like kind of call to mind like what's next you know like yeah uh, yeah and he's so kind. It's good. And it's funny him. that he's the youngest and he's the yeah. one that's sort of turning all their he's like gears. Shepherding like, hey guys, them. what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. Oh. I think it fits with his character that he's just always been sort of thinks about other people and wants everybody to be taken care of. So mm-hmm. it's just, oh, and it's perfect. Their family. Oh, goodness. So yeah. I, I guess part of that transitions. Uh, Charlie asked Donna about her future plans, and he's surprised that Josh hasn't asked her uh, to do to fulfill yeah. a specific job in the new administration. Which I guess it had yeah. been only been three days, and then he kind of presses her about it, and she's like, "I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> like, come on, Charlie, yeah. buy a girl a drink." And why do you think yeah. she didn't want to talk about it? I think it's just a weird spot. I mean, I think, and I think that's probably why Josh hasn't done anything either, is because it's like. I don't want to, it's one of those things like, I don't want to show you too much favoritism and give you too, you know, like, I don't want it to come across like I'm, I'm giving you something because of what's happening with us. But at the same time, then it almost goes the opposite way where it's like, but now I, now it's been so long and everybody else has jobs and you don't. Well, it's not like everybody else had jobs. Overcompensating. No, they don't at all. But do you, you thought it was more of a favoritism thing? I thought it was more to like, they hadn't defined the relationship yet and he wasn't sure how much time they, he wanted, you know, how much he wanted their paths to cross professionally because they hadn't talked about what they're doing. Oh yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. Like more. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's it too, for sure. Oh boy. That, you know, it's like, Hey, we have to, if we talk about you having a job, then we have to talk about how much we're going to see each other and what this is and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like clearly they can't work together. What did he mention the job that he was thinking for her yet? I think he did. I don't, Think or is that in the next it? episode? I think it might be the next episode. Okay. I might have watched ahead. Um, <laughs> before we get to Donna and Charlie, though, we're in the limo with... There's just a small moment where we're in the limo with Bartlett and Abby. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess Abby's Bartlett, too, but... Yeah. Uh, the president <laughs> and Abby and... Abby Bartlett um, of the Bartlett. Bartlett and Bartlett. <laughs> Welcome to Bartlett and Bartlett. <laughs> Uh, and she, I think her reaction, there's another moment with CJ that we'll get to later that really gets to me, Mm. but her reaction where she's teary eyed and she's, she's like, he would have hated this. Don't you think? Yeah. That's one of the first moments 
that really, I mean, obviously the whole funeral kind of gets me a little bit, but when she, her acting in that scene, she was really the great. subtleness of it. Yeah, she was great. That she's not, she wasn't losing it. She was just like holding it back a little bit, but just here, you could tell she was emotional. It was just, it was really well acted and re- I thought it was the perfect, the perfect level of emotion. It just felt really real. Yeah. And I thought she did great. So I wanted to mention that part too. Yeah, absolutely. Because it felt like everyone else was more composed or at least they were just internalizing it more so it was kind of nice to have somebody who was more a little bit more raw and saying some of those things that you you, we always hear at funerals you know and um yes exactly and the way that she was comforting uh jed even before they go in to see everybody and she's like gosh you're a handsome devil you know just like she well she got she got high marks on the wife card today yeah so she did great yeah mm -hmm. That's yeah, true. when she was talking about, I mean, maybe we'll get to this, but she was offering up an early exit and was like, you only have to go for a minute and all that. She mm-hmm. she did great all throughout the episode. Yeah. Oh, love it. Ooh. Uh, also, <sighs> things that we love, Danny and CJ and Josh <laughs> yes! and Donna. We have things happening with both couples right now. And yeah, I, what a revelation it is. It's like, a, it's like yeah. a whole different show when we've got a little something for two Couples. That never happened. Yeah. Truly never happened. Oh, man. Danny and CJ meeting in her office? Ooh, yes. Okay, <gasps> yeah. they both closed the door, and oh, it was just so great. Turns out they've been having some late night trysts of their own, and they haven't even been talking. It's just been kind of a animalistic hookup and i'm like get go get yours girl that's so funny yeah oh and he's so sweet too like he's just so so sweet attentive to her and he just he's so like starry-eyed when he's with her it's just really cute to watch we all know that it is really cute yeah agreed (laughs) it's really cute and and i like that it makes her she has her like schoolgirl moments and we've talked about we talked about this in the early on seasons that it's fun to see cj kind of flustered and you know we so often see her running the world and running the country Mm -hmm. um so it's fun to see her you know behind closed doors with danny where she's a little she's a little more playful and a little more giddy Mm -hmm. it's it's a fun side of her i love the way that they play off of uh the fact that she was gonna go to, uh, was she going to go to Danny's? Yeah, she was going to go to Danny's house that she was night. She going to go to Danny's. And then Donna needs a place to stay. And so Donna's kind yes. of like, uh, I won't say the term, but she's kind of thwarting the plans. <laughs> she's in the way a little bit. Yeah. Um, I love that yeah. they did that. It's so funny to me. It sounds like a scenario from a play, you know, where like there's one thing yeah, or happening sitcom. over here. Yeah, exactly. It's a total sitcom. Right, it's a like it's happening company. on Full House. Yeah, maybe not Full House. Right. Because that would be weird. Because then the, well, yeah, because I guess it's a little mature for Full House, but sitcom, Three's Company, yeah, that's a good one. Because um, then later, it. Josh asked Donna to stay, and so CJ and Donna both don't want to stay because by the end of the episode. Because they don't want people their business. They can't back out. Yeah. So, it's pretty funny. And then uh, Josh and Danny are both realizing they're not getting any, and they're just like, they don't know that they're both. That their girlfriends or their in whatevers the are, yeah, causing <laughs> right. the problems. That is yeah. so funny to me. I I it love is it. It's really funny. Oh gosh. Yeah, um, I enjoyed that a lot. I thought it was super fun. And okay, so we need to back a, up. A fun fun little storyline in the midst of a yeah. bunch of sadness. Yeah, we really needed that. It, I think it helped balance it out. The the depression. Agreed. Um, 
But yeah. I was worried. I remember the first time I saw this, I was very worried when I saw freaking Amy Gardner. I thought we were yeah. going to have some for real hashtag Amy Gardner probs because mm. don't don't you be waltzing in here all like don't move your mouth lady because Josh and Donna no. are finally <laughs> right? together. I and mean, right. You... Did she move her mouth at all in this episode? <laughs> So help me, lady, if you mess this up. I was super scared that they were going to have Josh yeah. have a have a freak out moment or, you know, just get him all flustered. I never thought that this episode would end with him, you know, inviting Donna back to his place and feeling so kind yeah. of certain about it. I thought for sure they were going to send him into a tailspin with having her there. So I'm on the record right. so thankful that they didn't do that. No, agreed. A hundred percent love it. And it it reminds me of that moment where, um, I mean, yeah, thinking about, I was imagining him going into a tailspin and I love the moment where he's talking to Donna and she says, this is a little bit before the Amy Gardner stuff, but she says the, um, are you really going to try to convince me that I'm the one that finds this all awkward and hard to navigate? That's yeah. one of my favorite Josh and Donna yeah. moments because it's just so... It's just, I just love that Donna's like, really? This is what we're doing? You're going you're gonna to act like I'm being weird? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just perfect. Although I will say that was, was a really little great. Amy Gardner-ish because I swear Donna hardly moved her mouth on that. Or Janelle, I guess. Oh, not, not that it matters, but it was just like, I know she was trying no. to say it under her breath, but I was like, what? She, How did you do that? Um, she probably moved other parts of her face, though. <laughs> anyway. But it, and it was funny because then Amy is trying to set Josh up with another like girl from treasury or some other girl yeah and uh yeah it's just funny and josh was like you hear that i'm withering on the vine and uh (laughs) amy's like you know she's she's ready for something long term you should pretend you are too so that kind of brings up the whole like big question elephant in the room for josh and donna as to whether or not he is ready and the things we haven't discussed yet um yeah so that was funny and it was just uh it was good that Donna didn't freak out either, you know, just yep. that that was a discussion because he didn't bring it up. So there really was no reason to freak out. But I'm just glad that we're in this episode's su- supposedly still on course. So agreed. Totally. Yes. Good, good, good stuff. Finally, good stuff with Josh and Donna. So there's also Matt Santos yes. is, you know, trying to learn to run the country. <laughs> So there's a lot of good stuff coming from that. They go to, he goes to his, their like temporary office and he has this huge grand office and he's like, this'll do. And he's yeah, so all wood cute candling. and wants to answer all his messages and stuff. Yeah, 12. Well, what's his name? Otto's like 12, 1200 messages. 1200 uh, phone calls to vet. That would take forever. Golly, how do they it do it? It would take forever. <laughs> I was overwhelmed just hearing about it. Gosh. I missed like four emails and I'm my palms are sweating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that sounds stressful. Um, also, we've got <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so we're working through the transition. We're trying to figure out who the Speaker of the House is going to be. And we've got Fields, Selner, and uh, Marino. Is that right? Marina? Yeah. Marino? Yeah. yeah. Fields is an old friend, so Santos can't really back yeah. in without... The optics of right. it looking really bad. Selner's kind of a jerk, and I think we all agree on that. Yes. <laughs> and um, definitely, Marino was so funny. Perhaps Just, not the yeah. brightest bulb of the bunch, no, but so not. like kind of unkempt he and enthusiastic. Yeah. yeah, he's kind of a goober. That's yeah. a good term. 
Yeah. Even even his, like, physical appearance, like, the casting of it, I thought was so good. And, again, another moment of of humor where it's, like, we rarely see someone who's not the sharpest. Like, he... Right. You know, like, most people are on their game, and he wasn't in a really refreshing way. Yeah, agreed. Um, I loved the bit of comedic timing where they were talking about... uh, Santos was talking about how he couldn't really go for fields because... He would seem like a White House lackey. And, like, at that exact same time, Marino is saying, like, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever you want it. And it was just like, well, okay. And they were like. So that was pretty great. They were, like, walking him through the hypotheticals of, like, well, what if we were to ask you to do that? What if this person dropped out? And then he's like, well, then I'd have the votes. And then they're kind of like, yeah. "Yeah." So what if you had the votes? (laughs) Like, it was Right. Like, Like, taking him through it step by step. Yeah, I liked that. And that it was, it was, I thought, so we'll get to, I want to talk more about how Bartlett was reacting to Leo's death, but a thing I thought they did well in this episode is the sort of, I don't know, the almost like ending and beginning vibe it had from the sense of President Bartlett's facing leaving the White House, which we don't really talk about, but he's lost Leo. There's a lot of focus on him and his emotions in this episode. And then at the same time, we're watching Matt Santos and uh, Josh build that bond sort of so mm-hmm. you know like they have the they have a moment where Josh is is telling him what he thinks he should do and he's and Josh starts to say something like you know if you don't value my counsel yeah. or whatever and it mirrors almost exactly the scene where Leo where oh, Leo gosh, told uh, President right. Bartlett the same thing yeah so wow. I just I really enjoyed that that it was like we're watching. Granted, of course, they probably wouldn't have done it this way had John Spencer not passed. But I thought it was interesting to watch President Bartlett sort of struggle with the loss of that person and that role in his life that Matt Santos and Josh are trying to figure out at mm-hmm. like really at this moment. And then and it, it comes to a head when President Bartlett is telling Josh that, where he says, Leo and I are the past, you're the future. Yeah. And it just felt like that is that was like the theme of the episode was like, okay, we're we're building this new world <clears throat> as this other that other one that we've known starts to sort of yeah not fall apart but you know it's it's time to move on yeah, so turning of the page uh, yeah yeah um, i really liked that a lot yeah i i didn't really kind of i didn't realize the parallel of that but that's a really good point yeah and i hadn't i don't know where i thought this but this just goes to show how little i know about politics but for some reason i thought <laughs> the campaign manager was just kind of de facto chief of staff like not oh. uh, that they usually become the chief of staff but i guess that was just me assuming that because they mentioned in this episode <laughs> because of the West Wing, <laughs> yeah, probably because I didn't really yeah. know anything about politics until I until I started. Right? Watching, I like, no, yeah, that was a, I was being for real, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, a lot of my <laughs> political knowledge was based on the West Wing, so yeah, makes sense to me. Um, yeah, like I never mind. I'm not going to give examples of my stupidity because there's there are plenty <laughs> of them. So we we get the we find out that Santos wants Josh to be chief of staff. He's working with Barry to head the transition, and Josh kind of feels on the edges of things, um, which kind of yeah. seemed to come out of come out of nowhere for me. But if they if they were doing that to make the parallel to Leo and Bartlett, then that's fine. Um, yeah, other, I mean, I that's what I read into it. Maybe I totally made that up. But no, I love that. That's what I that, that makes total <laughs> sense to me. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what's going on with the transition. I just want to yeah. call to. Notice that Ainsley Hayes was there, and I love her so much. And yeah. Oh yeah, we haven't talked about 
talked about it. Yeah. Love her. Uh, um, I love her conversation with CJ about being at the Hoover Center for two weeks. Yeah, the she's subtext. like, well, almost two weeks. Yeah. I mean, nine days. <laughs> yeah. She says, this, really she says the same thing twice, but with different subtext. You know, it's only been two yeah. weeks. It's only been two weeks. And I, I just love any time the subtext really gets to play. Um, and she's yeah. phenomenal. And it was just so fun. Yeah, she's phenomenal. So it was so fun Remember to see her back again. she was our again. first cast member interview? And I've played yes, Los Angeles. I do. Oh my gosh. Yes. What a doll she is. And I will is. always, always, uh, what a doll. I will always have the biggest space in my heart for her specifically for that reason yeah for taking a chance on these two girls who hadn't interviewed anybody and yeah yeah okay i'm gonna get emotional Whoa. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna start crying now okay um and oh, then the episode man. just ends with them telling s- funny stories as they should yes. you know margaret talking about his yep. lunch order and uh they're talking about the tall tales that he would tell to see if you were gullible <laughs> and just um, yeah. But then we do have some touching moments as they say goodbye to Bartlett on their way out, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, I mean, I like the whole vibe of it. Um, the It just felt very familial that that they were just sitting in this circle and kind of laughing. And it was, you know, everyone else is gone. Like, this is the group we really want to be the with core. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The core group. Um, and just the way they're telling the story, you know, Josh is like, I wasn't there. That wasn't me. And just the, mm-hmm. the sort of bickering yeah, and family. talking over each other and the family vibe. Um, yeah, I thought it was a great, great way to end the in the whole episode. I did, I did want to say earlier, um, we were talked about Abby sort of telling Bartlett, you know, like, Oh, if you need an out, um, for, for the middle, the wake, I guess, between the funeral and the, the Mm -hmm. residence, um, they had like a little wake and or visitation or whatever. And I loved the part where president Bartlett was talking to Abby beforehand. And then he sort of just flips the switch and walks into that room and, goes right over to Margaret yeah. like he just he turns oh. it on and it's just yeah. like we need music where's music and yeah and he's talking to Margaret and it's like you know he loved you like a daughter and then they start talking oh. about the trash can story like it was just it was so consoler and depth to that dad yeah yeah to like watching him struggle internally and then go in and, and be there for everybody else yeah um, he's got to be the leader so I, yeah so I thought that was a great scene um, and then I mentioned earlier the CJ moment when she's leaving. That was another moment that really got me when she says, I really miss him, sir. Oh. And she's hugging him. And I could just get teary out just thinking about it. Um, it's That perfect. was a great moment. I mean, it's, it's a perfect. really tough episode to watch. I I wonder what it would be. It would be tough to watch even if he hadn't passed as, a, right. as an actor. You know, like it would be right. a really moving episode if that's what had happened to leo but the fact that it's also john is yeah so sad because it just adds a whole other level where you know all of the actors are also grieving so it's just mm-hmm. yeah you just want to hug it's, all of them it's a lot. absolutely <laughs> yep oh, gosh well what a man john spencer <laughs> how john how, spencer how great to you. to you yeah, yeah we 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 tip our tiny hats to you and Thank yeah. you for all the great memories and for your Ugh. amazing performance and for making us feel all of the things. Yeah. I just saw him in a movie oh. the other day. It was an old movie with Billy Crystal. I don't remember what it was offhand. Oh, but it was John Spencer, and I was like, ah, he's here. That <laughs> was a fun little surprise. Um, oh. Do we have an MVP? Oh, man. Um, I mean... 
part of me wants to say Charlie, but that's just I mean, my personal I might pick opinion. Bartlett. I might pick Bartlett. I think he did great. So, yeah, I'll say Bartlett. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Or what about yeah. uh, Marino? I feel like Marino is like kind of the vibe that you would choose. You'd be like, I'm going to pick this minute character who is only in it because he's only in this one, so I should probably give it to him. I have a thing for the underdog. What can I say? I, there's nothing wrong with that. I just think it's funny. Um, no, I'm picking Bartlett. Okay, cool. Um, um, all right, guys. Next well, up is transition, and we have a oof. friendly face that joins us. Not joins us, but comes back to the cast. Oh, my goodness. I <laughs> just remembered, and wow, wow, yep. wow, wow. Okay. Yeah. I can't, I'm right. getting very emotional now. We have to go. Um, <laughs> I do. We love you guys. If you want to send us yeah, any emails, you can email us the West Wing podcast at gmail.com or you can send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Winging It Pod. Um, we're not currently planning on doing a second round of the series, although some of you have so kindly asked. It's, oh. it's a lot of time, but you know, uh, yeah. we'll. Um, We'll keep you posted on if, if something, yep. if we get new interviews or new things coming up, we'll let you know. Um, just follow us online. I guess we should do our personal handles, too, if people want to, like, follow us. Oh, yeah, I guess so, since we're going to be disbanding soon. Oh, gosh, this is horrible. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, mine's just, you can find me at Sally Gregory on everything. I was lucky enough to get all my S-A-L-L-I-E. Yeah. In case they don't know how to spell it, Sally. Sally with an I-E, Gregory with a Y. Yes, it sounds like you've done this before. And my handle yeah. is Andrea K. Howitt. H-O-W-A-T. How at. What's up? Okay. Um, go out there and have a great day, guys. We'll talk to you next time for Transition. Bye. Bye, guys.